You're talking that. You're talking this. You're with Ryan and Adam, and you are talking shit. Pick any subject you want, they will talk to talk. Give you a piece of the mind, go thought for thought. Intelligent, hot headed, locked and loaded to pop off. Explosive and ready to go lit. Like Molotovs, you want it straight. Here it comes from the hip. This is Brian and Adam, the trip. Why has been tripped? This is Brian and Adam, where the script gets flipped. This is Brian and Adam, you ready to talk shit. You're talking that. You're talking this. You're with Brian and Adam, and you. Talking shit. Hey, what's up, and welcome to Talking Shit with Brian and Adam. I am Brian. I am still Adam. And this is still a weekly podcast in which we sit around at Liberty Studios and talk shit about a random topic. Uh, this week is very, very special, Adam. Did you know why, that? Why is that, Brian? Well, this is the first episode in which we're going to have a guest on the show. That's not just Jacob. Well, what? Yeah, that's right. And uh, Adam, why don't you tell everybody who we got this week? Today's guest, we have uh, Heather Liz Cops. She is owner, operator, primary, uh, I guess, person of Baker, S- Baker of Center Stage Suites. Uh, welcome, Heather. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me. Thanks why for sh- being here. Why don't you tell us a little bit about, little, little bit about your business? So during COVID, I got really bored. And since we didn't have theater for, what, like a year and a half now, I decided to take my love of musical theater and my love of baking and start making musical theater-inspired treats. And so we have a blog at centerstagesweets.com, but I also take private orders. So if you're interested, it's info at centerstagesweets.com. You can also find that info on our Facebook page, on our Instagram page, uh, and uh, we'll email it out to you if you email us. And I have to tell you, I have to be honest, I tried one of her snickerdoodles about five minutes ago, and um, I'm still excited about it. Yep. (laughs) You know it's, what I mean? Well, we're fat kids too, yeah. so I mean, I mean, but don't take our like word for it because we're fat kids. We like cookies, period. But order some cookies from Heather Liz because she's awesome. Well, hey, you're a good person. You're you know, you're not like a jerk. Um, but yes, you have this baking company. But Heather Liz is also a, a very talented actor, director, dramaturg, all that stuff. Um, so we're super super stoked to have you. I have a question: What musicals? inspired you what's your favorite uh treat that Ooh. you've made so far i think my favorite is i made a cupcake inspired by company i call it the sorry grateful because you are grateful. sorry when you see the calorie count but you are grateful when that thing is in your mouth it's chocolate that's what she said <laughs> it's a chocolate with a peanut butter filling nutella on top of the cupcake and then a chocolate and buttercream swirl frosting what? oh my god yeah. So eating that cupcake is kind of like being alive. A little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Challenge. Let's see how many musical theater references we can put in this podcast. As in, like, over the course of our podcast, or no, this, this one, this one. Since we're talking to, you know, the owner and operator of Center Stage Suites, which is a theater-inspired bakery, if you will. Mm-hmm. Let's that do started it. Started during the pandemic. Yeah. Uh, I guess congratulations. Also in order, Heather is getting married this year after oh, po- having thanks. to postpone. To uh, I, John Maglino, anybody who knows him, he's he's a wonderful human being. He's all right. <laughs> all right. <laughs> he's a Maglino. They're he's all freaking Ma- great yeah, people. Yeah. <laughs> you marry into a great family. <laughs> yeah, it's like that, and that is a uh, speaking of someone who was married into an awesome family. That is half the freaking battle. Right. Is if you can marry into a family that you just like being around, win. And the Maglinos that I've met, they are same. Just. 
Yeah, I have great in Moss. Okay, um, so for those of you who are listening for the first time, because maybe you're listening for the first time because Heatherless Cops is our, gu- is our guest. Great, welcome. What we do is we pick a random topic out of a hat. It's a very pretty hat that Jacob has in his studio. I think it has the Statue of Liberty on it because yes, um, we're in Liberty, Liberty Studios. Studios. Uh, and we uh, have compiled a list based on your suggestions on our Facebook or our Instagram account, which you can still give us suggestions for episodes we pull them randomly out of a hat in which we're going to have our very first guest headless cops pick a random topic and that topic will be all right let's see Ooh, pet peeves Ooh, oh i hope you got time oh this is gonna be fun try to keep parter folks it might be oh goodness gracious pet peeves okay uh so all in like just in general, full gamut, yeah. right? We can just talk about any pet peeve. Mm-hmm. I don't like starting, so um, I got a stupid one I can start with, but oh, it drives me nuts. Good, like, and be- and I think it drives me nuts because sorry, John, but you do this all the time. Um, <laughs> shout out to John Molino. <laughs> we we do a lot of shout right? outs. <laughs> Is not shutting things all the way, <gasps> like. And I think it's because I don't know if maybe he just always had like easy shut drawers in previous mm-hmm. homes, but like nothing in our house. Like cabinets and yeah. drawers and doors. You have to shut them all the way. So like yeah. I will see things that are like an inch or two out and I have to push them all back in mm-hmm. before I can move on. One anything. of the common common <laughs> phrases in my house when I walk to the kitchen is, uh, babe, can can you shut that cabinet for me all the way? I'm like, Yeah, it's almost yeah. my fault. <laughs> but no, I I, I I can relate to that. I um no. don't, I'm gonna go a little more simple and um socks with sandals. Oh, really? Yeah. I'm I looking at a I couple of people I know who wear socks with sandals. <laughs> Jacob, I've seen you wear socks I mean, with I, sandals. I got nothing against it. They slip right on and my feet are staying warm. The whole point it of looks a sandal so weird. is to have your feet out. Right. I, at home, so I have like gross toes. So <laughs> Get a pedicure. <laughs> Shout out gross toes. I, uh, <laughs> I will, at home, I'll wear socks and sandals. Here's my pet peeve. Um, wearing sandals out and about. Yeah. I mm-hmm. do not think, first, let me clarify that. Let's We're just start wearing, with the fact that I'm no, wearing sandals yeah. right now. So, like, if you're, like, I just don't, no, no, <laughs> this is going to, maybe know, this is going right? to make me sound like Way a dick, but, started. like, dudes <laughs> wearing sandals, like, out, like, as a day thing, like, I'm just, like, no. And then when you put the socks on top of it, which I'm guilty of, around the house, I will wear socks and sandals. But I'm not going oh, out not wearing my mm-hmm. Adidas sandals. Let me rephrase and say socks, not with all sandals, flip-flops. With that thing that goes between your first two toes, oh, yeah. if you're wearing yeah, socks, the toe thong that can't be comfortable. No, I don't. I don't care. Anybody who says it is, it's, it's wrong. <laughs> I, only wear, I only wear socks. I have like Nike athletic, like you just slide them through. There's no toe thing. I'll wear socks in that. That's, yeah, that's what I, I can have. tolerate. Yeah, that. I, I can yeah. do that. Not not the flip flops. The worst thing is like in the the fall or winter months when you know these crazy kids are wearing <laughs> jeans Fair. with socks and sandals. Um, just drives me insane. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Ugh. Let's see. I hate it when people throw their cigarette butts out 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 their. Oh, car we're just windows. moving on from sandals. Why? Why not? How okay. much? How much time do you have to spend on sandals? I mean, this is as long as we want. Good point. Good point. Podcast could be sandals. <laughs> sandals podcast. This um, is renamed. I will talking I, shit about I sandals. A, I have a pet peeve that actually is about our relationship. Okay. Our Can't wait for this. Very hetero. So everybody knows at this point that we've lived together in many different. I lived with you in Katie. Apartments Katie. and houses. I, and yeah, we had an apartment together. 
um, levels of one of my biggest pet peeves is and Adam is 100 can I f- can I finish this th- yeah, statement when I leave my socks all over socks the place everywhere <laughs> that Adam has not changed and never will Katie right now is going I know yeah we've had we would have meetings about it when you were at work Katie and I was like do you where do I put it so I'll, I'll clean up the socks if no one else is gonna well do I it. have to tell you now here's the thing that <laughs> that's changed since I've had that's that has changed since Nothing I have on, had wait, surgery because I had a lot more energy now. Adam, you know is it how, just your socks or is it other clothing? No, it's just socks. We're talking about my socks right it's now. Like, just, are you just like taking them off while like watching so TV? So this and is them when, on I, the couch? when I'm working from home now. So when I was in the office, I would come home on days that I didn't have anything to do after work, which was we all know very rare. I would literally walk in my front door. I would take off all of my clothes and put on my my like my, my comfy shorts and a t-shirt. The rest of the clothes would sit wherever I left them for, you know, until I was ready to do laundry. <laughs> it's my house. I can do whatever I want. So, so <laughs> when did the sandals go on then? I don't wear, <laughs> sand, I don't wear sandals. I'm just trying to do a call. I wore sandals when I went to Florida two years ago, and that's only because I didn't want to put my sneakers on to walk a mile to the pool from our, from our hotel. And it so was I would degrees. find socks. So I'm, I, Heather Liz, I don't know if you know this about me, but I'm, I'm like always cleaning up. Like I don't I don't just sit on the couch for hours. Like I'll be I'll have like an episode of the West Wing on and I'll be cleaning. I can attest to that. I yeah. worked with Brian for a little bit. Yeah, so that is I'm always like I'm a cleanie. Like I'm like, oh let's do this. Not where I'm like crazy about things and I'm like windexing the windows while thing you know, there's a let's do that once a month. So like I would be cleaning up the apartment or when I lived with him and Katie in the house, I would like go behind the couch. I don't know if you remember but they have a sectional. Mm-hmm. So, like, the sectional doesn't meet in the corner. It kind of, like, curves over. And, like, I would find Adam's socks behind there. So, he's <laughs> full of shit right now. When he says, when he gets home, he, like, takes his clothes off right there. And, like, no, no. He'll wait and he'll toss his socks somewhere. Now, now I'm not saying that, like, there was a, you know, that was the sock receptacle behind the couch. <laughs> but they ended up there. I, I've been... And if I'm lying... Katie will tell you. I have been really good at being able to take my socks off without using my hands. I don't know. Well, yeah, I mean, it's a quite a. Quite a but here's yeah, the thing: I barely. I'm wearing socks today for the first time in in like a week because I stay home in pajamas and slippers all day because I work from home. So I don't need I don't need socks right now. Yeah. So that's one of mine. I mean, I got one. Hit right. it. Since, uh, since we're saying simple, you know, when you go to the grocery store, you take your groceries out. And yeah. You put your cart down. Right. right? The amount of times that people Ooh. won't, you watch people just leave their cart, carts tipped up over into like this little landscape and leaving it at the thing. I just don't understand. It's our civic duty for God's sake. <laughs> I put you I park near cart? near that little cart return place on purpose so I can easily put the cart back. I, it's always the first. It's always the first parking spot I look for. Yes. Is, is it close to the cart receptacle? Yeah. 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 Because that is. I I agree with you. Mm-hmm. Putting your cart back is up there with voting. Voting very closely. Put your put your damn shopping cart back. But something we all have to do. They don't tell us. Nobody's forcing us to put the cart back. It's kind of like you want to be a good person. Yeah. (laughs) Put put your damn shopping cart back. At a certain age, one of the things you don't talk about. At a certain age, you stop peeing in the pool. Yeah. At a certain age, you stop. What what, what age is that, Brian? Yeah. Uh, I think (laughs) thirty-nine. I was gonna say I don't think you're there yet. You're not there yet, right? (laughs) First of all. You've never been in a pool with me. You don't know. Look, I had a pool growing up, and we actually had to have a sign on our fence that says, "Please don't pee in our pool. We don't we don't swim in your toilet." I like that sign a lot. 
Did you have like the ink thing so if somebody peed it like it's a myth. No, but I was told I was told that we had like they have this special chlorine that if you pee in the pool it'll form a circle around you because of the heat. Yep, that's bullshit. You can't see it, but I'm over here doing the the jerk off move because that's 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 bullshit. bullshit. That that is a Adam. Did you test it to make sure? Of course I did. It's my pool. (laughs) But were you in the pool? Every pool I go in. MCA. <laughs> now I'm thinking of friends that we have and hot have that have pools. I know. I'm like, I'm Ooh. like Heather, Liz, you have a pool, right? At your condo, like, yeah, you can't invite Adam over now. Nope. Like, it's like, it's like almost like the phrase, like, I've seen that movie or I've heard that song. Mine's like, I've peed in that pool. On many different things. So if I've ever been to your house, know that I've probably urinated in your pool once. Don't show him the bathroom. Sorry, and Alice. It's a complete waste. Sorry, and Alice. Sorry, and Alice. I hope uh, she's hearing this for the first time. She listens time to the now. podcast. Yeah, but she raised boys and a girl. The, the, and a girl. But, like, boy, girls, Heather, do you pee in a pool? No. Yeah, boys pee in pools. Girls Everybody don't. Everybody pees in the ocean. Shout out, first of all, shout I can't. Out. I can't. I'm, like, afraid of, like, I, I can't pee in public bath. I have a hard time if there's other people in a public bathroom. So, even in the ocean, I tried this summer. I was like, I really have to pee because I was drunk at the beach. And the ocean was right there, but the house was, like, back a little ways. And I was like, can't do it. No, I'm with it. In case you haven't noticed, this podcast, we talk about something, and then we go off on tangents. Fine. Why not? Yeah, it's fun. We haven't, we're not I, on the time. You cruise. know why I don't pee in the ocean? This is legit. I'm not, I'm not afraid of wait. many things. But I'm afraid to pee in the ocean because I think it's going to attract certain predators, and I would get eaten. Is there blood in your urine? <laughs> <laughs> if a there could be. There podcast, could be. Please contact Brian. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not looking at my pee all the time. <laughs> and you can't see it in the ocean. But that I, is, I swear to God, that's a weird been, fear. I, I know that that's bull. Add that. I, like, add like that to uh, add phobias to uh, oh, our list. And that's a good. Oh, yeah, that's to a good our one. list and make a make a note that that's the phobia we're going to talk about on that that episode. We'll we did talk about it in an earlier episode. My fear of Brian. This may remind me. Do you have a a, a a family story about pet peeves? I have. <laughs> you've you've bringing in your family. You've brought your family I'm, into every I'm single really episode. I'm really trying so far. not to bring in my family. But in I think it's episode. I think it's a great addition. We'll think about it. They, no one has disowned me yet. So nice. the gay nice. guy is still listening to the podcast, so uh, he's maybe not, not, not mad at me. Um, Heather, other pet peeves? Oh, I know one that I something I do that drives John nuts. That's, that's like okay. his pet peeve with me. So like we'll do laundry right, and he has to like fold it, put it away immediately. Oh, I'm with you, John. Awesome. Yes. It depends on my mood. Some mm-hmm. days I'm like, yes, it's got to get done, and I'll fold it, I'll put everything away, and then sometimes I'll do the first couple loads, and then I leave the one in the dryer or in my hamper that's clean, and oh, I know yeah. it's clean, and I know it's in it, and he's like, oh my god, because I think it drives him nuts that a he doesn't know whether it's clean or dirty, and b that it's just sitting there. Who pays Sorry, the mortgage? Man. Me. Well, Period. <laughs> John, get, John, get used to it. Well, for a, a couple more months, and then he's going to be responsible for it anyway. But, well, here's here's a true testament. So, um, will you will he fold your laundry if he finds it in there? No. Okay. So you're because he to... knows that like I have to have it folded a certain way. Uh, okay. So he knows yep. better because he'll I'll just undo it. That's why I don't fold his either because he'll fold it completely differently. So I will fold Melanie's laundry, knowing that she folds her t-shirts and shirts in a different way. She doesn't do the She'll, you know, arm, match. Arm she'll match the shoulder, tuck the the sleeve. the yep. sleeve over, and then fold it once over, and that's how she puts no, it in I her drawer. Refill. I do the additional yeah. fold, yeah. left so side, right side. So I know right that side, she's going to change fold. it, mm-hmm. but I will fold her laundry for her, knowing that she's going to change it, just so I can. It doesn't set with wrinkles. 
So I'm very thoughtful. So from I'm experience, I find I find <laughs> I find women's clothing impossible to fold. So when I do laundry, we've got like six laundry baskets. There's only really one available at that this is point. So funny because all of the clothes they're clean, but they're all sitting. Her stuff, uh, Katie's stuff, is all sitting in, in laundry baskets. Doesn't bother me because I do laundry like every day now, but. Um, whenever there's like socks and t-shirts, I'm like, I can't fold these things. So I just throw them in the basket and she just wears them again. It's fine. Here's my hope for this episode. <laughs> is that someone who just heard you say you have six laundry baskets, literally out loud in, in their car or oh, something, what? listening to this episode goes, the fuck do you need six laundry Come baskets? to my house well, and find out. What each of the six are for. Like, yeah, right five of them are for Katie's clean clothes. And one of them is for me to bring dirty clothes to the basement to, to wash and then bring the clean the ones back upstairs. In. And by the way, the, the one I have left is used to be Russell Sage's. <laughs> I took some stuff home when we were using when we were using Russell Sage for a show, and I never brought it back. So you stole a laundry basket. So you're I a needed thief. a laundry basket, Jacob. So you're a thief. How did you need them? You have six. <laughs> did you not you hear me? Five. Did you no, not hear me when I said six. that five of them are being used for my wife's clothing? Uh, yes. So what are you going to do? Is the baby going to get its own laundry basket? Because you're going to be doing crazy laundry <gasps> once you have the we baby. We registered for one, I think. I didn't get it for you. I already got your gifts, <laughs> no, but I didn't get you to the laundry. If I had um, known this, though, I would have gotten you the laundry basket. Uh, I'd have no idea what we're going to do. Our it room. says the registry. I can look for a laundry basket. Okay. Um, uh, bye Bye well, Baby. Search Catherine Weinberg, Katie Weinberg, or Adam Coons. Bye Bye Baby.com. Shout out Russell Sage for donating that laundry basket. Mind you, it's it's broken. Every one of the handles is broken in half, so it's very impossible to carry. Oh. I did find one outside my house yesterday when I was cleaning uh, around my house, around the outside of my house, but I picked it up and it broke into a thousand pieces. A laundry basket? Well, that's a laundry funny. basket, which I took from Albany Civic Theater. What you, you have? <laughs> some people like collect. Not, look, some people this collect. Is an not intervention. To no, no, no. Look, some people collect like steak knives from restaurants. I collect laundry baskets from theaters. First of all. Why? Like we, we collected steak knives. I, I used to. <laughs> <laughs> we, I think we when talked When Brian about and that I lived thing. together, our entire steak knife collection came from the Outback. Oh, we. St- I or, did not know that. Oh, Shout we. Out to Blooming Onion. Yeah, we used yeah. to steal a, a steak knife or a, a like a specialty drink glass every here's time a, we went out. Here's a pet peeve: people who steal things from restaurants. Oh, I'm kidding. As somebody <laughs> that's me. in a restaurant, I I stole from restaurants. <laughs> you worked at a restaurant. It's easy for, for you. Many, many I don't, um, okay, let's wait. Most wait. of my beer glass we're, collection is from Michigan. Got to do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's a pet peeve of mine. Adam can attest to this. Is when you go out to a restaurant and you order a beer or a drink, right? They're already ridiculously priced. Yeah. When you're sitting down to that brew and you don't finish your beer at the table, mm-hmm. I... Brian will finish it for I, you. I'll I'll finish your beer for you. Like that's like eight bucks at an Applebee's. First of all, why are you going to Applebee's for a beer? Grown up. We're gonna go down the road to Applebee's Hard and get a beer. Down. Why? Get a beer. But that has always I maybe it's because I grew up poor. I don't know if you've been listening. I grew up poor. <laughs> Brian grew up poor. But I feel it's so it's so wasteful not to finish your drink. Mm. You paid for it. Mm. So your friend, that's a little bit of Frank Gallagher. Did you watch Shameless at all? Oh my Did god, I do watch I watch Shameless? Shameless. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we all have a little Frank Gallagher. Yeah, I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna repeat something I said at our first episode. A lot of my pet peeves come from like drivers and what they do and don't do. Like a Use simple your damn signal, like that that. Yes. But but yes. more importantly, it's like wave to me when I let you in in front of me. Like on on, on like yeah, we said yeah. like as a courtesy. Yeah, as a yeah. courtesy. It's just even if you just flip me off, 
I don't care. Acknowledge that I let you yeah. in front the of me. Acknowledgement means a lot. It means a lot. And if you don't do it, it just it's just like why do I even try, why do we even try if they're not even going to, you know, it's, it's I a, have like mini road rage. Like mm-hmm. I can't stand when people are in my way and not moving. So like I have been in the past a very bad tailgater. <laughs> but yep. then like and the crazy part is I've been in several accidents, none of which I have caused. So I'm like, well, at least my road rage hasn't caused them. I'm thinking you might be wrong on some of those. If you've been in several According to the traffic laws, you were, well, it was not your fault. I mean, to be fair, three of those times I was rear-ended okay. while I was stopped. That means they, were, they, they weren't following too yep. close. Yep. One time I was rear-ended because an idiot in front of me, like, stopped. To be fair, actually, I shouldn't say an idiot. That's not right. Um, this, there was Imbecile. a sign. Asshole. <laughs> <laughs> And there's that's like Jacob's a, contribution to this episode. There's literally a sign at this place. This was in Maryland. And the drivers in Maryland, do you think Jersey drivers are bad? Don't go on the roads in Maryland. Oh, the further they're, south you go, the They're worse fucking yeah. awful. Yeah. So there's a big sign on this hill. And it's right past this this light. You're coming down. Then there's another sign that says, when light's flashing, be prepared to stop. Because there's another light at the very bottom of this super steep hill on your way into D.C. from Maryland. And... Where the light turns green at the first one, and then the light is flashing on that next sign that says, please slow down. So the car in front of me slams on its brakes. I missed that car by, like, two inches. car behind me comes crashing into me and sends me into the car in front. And, like, I felt so bad because the girl who was driving the car behind me, the one that actually initiated the accident, she's, like, 17, freaking out she's got mm. her little brother in the car oh. the dad shows up to come get them because that car is like smoking and like it's not good jesus take the wheel huh seriously the what car in front is just wheel? like oh but the light and i said it didn't say stop it said be prepared to stop and i literally looked at the <laughs> cop and i was like i know you're gonna write this up as the person behind me but it's that person's fault yeah. like yeah. there there was no excuse it literally says be prepared to stop yeah. I, I really um, find mo- motorcycles, motorcyclists to be oh. like, because they'll drive on the shoulder, they'll drive in between the lanes, they'll drive anywhere they want, and they'll go 500 miles an hour. Those signs that say watch out for motorcyclists make me so, so mad. Why? They should have to follow like, the same So why do I have to look twice, right. but they don't? Like, think yeah. about it this way. When you're in a car, you have this little protective box around you. They are designed now to take the impact so that your body doesn't. yep. yep. When you're in a motorcycle, you literally have nothing between you and whatever might hit you. The pavement, another car. So, like, why the hell are the... I mean, yes, everybody on the road should be responsible and should be looking out. But I hate that the onus seems to be forced onto drivers of cars and trucks versus I didn't tell you to get a motorcycle. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't you you, you knew the risks by getting a motorcycle and driving it on the highway. I I I and most of it's, I mean, I'm like my brother's a motorcyclist. He loves it. He's got a couple Harleys. Um, I'm sure when no one's around, he drives like a douche. But he talks about this all the time, and it's like, yeah, but we have as much responsibility on the bikes as you do on the yeah. cars. But that I've I bet my brother weaves in and out of traffic. Yeah. For, I don't know what. What do you What do you get in a chub? But the thing is, it's not the people who drive the Harleys. That's the problem. It's the ones that drive the speed. Rod, the, rod. The, like Those the, the I don't know motorcycle brands yeah. at all, but they they're like the ones that go. Like, the, the, and they, you mean the little dick machines? Yeah, like oh, the worst. The, yeah, those ones. Yes. Yeah. The shout one, out, shout the, out to those of you who got little dicks. The worst is on 787 when it goes into the hose and it turns into Route 787. Yeah. I I saw like three or four motorcyclists a couple weeks ago and they were they they did that they they revved up and as soon as the light turned green they did a they did a like a wheelie, a wheelie yeah. and went down the street with it. Anytime I have a motorcyclist or a car that revs their engine to like blaze a path, I go, cool. Bro. Yeah. You're, Sorry about you're your small so penis. Awesome 
I know the louder and the longer it revs, the shorter and shorter the dick dick gets. gets. Yeah, (laughs) absolutely. So I have a double pet peeve. I have a I have a a double pet peeve that goes off of that and into another pet peeve. Is about small dicks? Um, no, I can't peeve about that because. No, but here's so I. um, We've all been to uh, Guptals, right in La Femme. Yeah, shout out Guptals. so, like, you know, you're waiting in line there, and then there's – first of all, there's always a car show, but there's always some Charger or Mustang that's on the road, and because they're passing Guptals, they're like, Wah! like, they, they, like, rev their engines past. It's like, dude, we're at an ice cream shop. I don't care that your Charger has a, a 350 Magnum engine. I don't know anything about engines. And a boxed I, spoiler I that you got on Amazon. <laughs> but but I just I don't understand and and that's that's what we always say right when people rev their engines or what, like oh somebody is overcompensating for something but it's like I just I, why are you revving your engine first of all gas prices are going up bro stop wasting the gas <laughs> what's wrong with you stop it and so I'll go and that's the one pet peeve but oh go ahead Jacob you I was gonna it. say yeah I agree it's either overcompensation or like they spend so much money on a flashy car it's like. Do you not feel cool enough within yourself driving it that you need to have everybody's? You need that validation. I think cars are cool enough to begin with. Like the new version, some of the new versions, some of the cars are are cool enough where you don't have to add like a a racing stripe to it, or or a big like muffler that makes all that noise, or or a or you know a um what do they call them a spoiler Spoiler. in the back that you buy on Amazon. Subarus or Toyotas too, like the one that's not like an obviously like wow this car is a color you never see and you're just like it's a Toyota Camry and you're like I saw a spoiler on a Chevy Prism one day. Or a, a, a box spoiler on a VW Bug. Um, it's when yeah, people do the pit my Prius. <laughs> my Prius. That's, you, you, oh, the car's man. not cool. You have to be the cool rider. Grease 2. Nobody watched it. Nobody's seen that. Shut up. Everybody's seen it. We've only seen the reproduction number. <laughs> but Shout out to Michelle Pfeiffer. I thought we were trying to... And Pat Birch, who directed that film. Uh, yeah, Pat, Pat Birch. Uh, Shout out not the live production they did on Fox. Pat Birch's never going to hear this. She's never going to listen to this podcast. Wonderful, Can we talk about her for one second? I don't, I don't know. Do, do you, oh, so you know her then. Right? I was in Long Island. Or King, King, Island, Island, Christmas. King Christmas. Island Christmas. Yes. Long Island which, Christmas. Which version of King Island? The first one, I think. Oh, I was in the second one. Uh, so, I was in both. But I just Wait, remember. Wait, hold on. There's two? No, it, it was the same show. Oh, okay. Like, the right. first year or the second year. But what oh, I loved was at one point, I don't know if you noticed this, but she had a cor- a piece of choreography. Like, you know, we all know the Grease Lightning that mm-hmm. she came up with. Yes, at yes. one point, I noticed she had a, no- a bit where, like, you know, the regular Grease Lightning, the arm goes up and then it goes out to the side. Mm-hmm. And I noticed she did one where the both arms at the same time went forward twice and then up twice and I'm like it's a double front reverse yes. grease lightning and yes. she put it in her own show do you remember which number was oh I have no idea it's probably like past wait did she do both of them she directed both of them yep yeah. do you remember over the mountain when you I had Gerard's We're penis on my neck over the mountain <laughs> why do I still know that neck. music I saw that show still... and I don't remember anything about it oh, would somebody go on somebody's shoulders at one point like a tiny like a tiny Tim thing Clint Johnson as the boat I, I just literally Clint said Johnson. that out loud. Clint, the first production, Clint Johnson was the umiak, and his penis was on my neck, and I carried him on my shoulder. Literally. And in the yeah. second one, David Gerard's penis was on my neck. I had to carry him over the mountain because he was the umiak, which is a boat made out of whale skin. Yeah. I thought it was walrus skin. I, I, oh, yeah, walrus. Well, yeah. I remember Don't they make purses out of whale skin? Yeah. Yeah. Probably. They had people, Michael Musial had people testing who could whistle and how to whistle in Northern Lights, and I got up there and whistled and flat out told him he never whistled again. 
Drake, I don't, you are not a listener, Jacob. And you told me to Shout out to Michael. Wow. Uh, we had Clint Johnson was in our one of our uh, past episodes. We met, we mentioned him when we did um we're, we're, everything's coming up. We did dot com, dot com City of Dreams. Oh my god. I remember sitting in the audience of that show being like You you paid the nine hundred dollars it was for a ticket to that piece of shit? I don't all I remember is going is with like a bunch of our friends to go <laughs> see listen. G- it was a once in a lifetime experience. <laughs> You're not that's the no truer words have never <laughs> been spoken. You can't spend too much time on it because we've yeah. already talked about this yeah but yeah no it was oh i don't know uh but melanie did say babe she listened to that episode she said babe i've listened i've heard that story so many times and it's still it's still good (laughs) you you said you had a a double oh so when you're at gooptails or you're at um any other ice cream spot right so last night we were at lickety split and uh in east greenbush and um there's a long line, right? Because it's summer. Mm-hmm. We're all getting ice cream. Um, and the people before us were waiting in line for about 10, 15 minutes, right? Yeah. Which, if you really think about it, is a long fucking time to wait for ice cream. But you're outside. It's not you're outside. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, yeah. I'll, I'll shut up because there's kids. Babies need to get their sustenance. I'm with it. But the, the people in front of us were not children. They were grown adults. And they get up to the window. We've been in line for 10, 15 minutes already. And they go, hmm, what do I want? Bitch. Yes. If you haven't looked at the fucking menu and picked out what you want by the time it's your turn to order. First of all, it's ice cream. <laughs> they have 15 things. Fucking pick one. And the, and the menus, the entire menu is on the window. Yeah. The, Although, it's not like you're going to find something. Say, Sometimes to to argue the other side of that one, every once in a while, it's too fucking small or too faded to read from far away. And like sometimes it takes until you are just and now with like the social distance markers, it can be a little bit harder to see them. But I do agree, like at least have an idea. Twist with chocolate yeah, sprinkles. Ha- everywhere has it. Yeah. You gotta yeah. you gotta have a baseline. Right. Because probably at some point you're going, This happened last night. I'm either getting a cone or I'm either getting a Sunday. So you, everyone knows their baseline. Yeah. It's not like you go to the ice cream shop every other day going, today I'm going to get chocolate. Or you go with some sort of a plan. You don't go, <laughs> so have yeah. a, I, even if you went up to the window and you said, well, I know I'm going to have chocolate. What am I going to do with it? Yeah. You've already started the <laughs> yeah. decision, which yeah. is very important. But like, there's not a whole lot of ice cream places you can go to and like they're like, no, I'm, we don't have that. It's an ice. You're an ice cream shop. You've got the toppings. You've got the ice cream. You've got the. You've got the receptacles for it. Combine all those. He's like, That's all you need to you do. Know if it's hard or soft serve, like, yes. and you know that going in. Yeah, usually. yeah, I, yeah. But start. You mean just kick that stone down the hill? Just get it started at least. Here's oh, here's another side thing. Last night, so we're sitting in the line. I can't wait for her to hear this because it supplied us with so. Do much I need laugh. to clear a bedroom for you? No, no, no. Okay. No, no. This was a, this was. A, <laughs> This was, you've already ruined my hopes and dreams of ever moving back in with you. You're having a baby and you turned my room into an office. Um, oh, I'm sorry. Um, but anyway, no, we're standing in line and I was like, I, I'm going to get a Reese's Pieces Sunday. Um, shout out to Diabetes. Uh, and sec- so they have in big letters and pictures next to it all the things that you can get in your Sunday, right, which right. I think is very helpful. Of There's course. a picture and then what it is. Great. One of the toppings last night, this blew my mind, was wet walnuts. Ew. <laughs> I don't even like the sound of that. <laughs> and I said, I pointed, I said, like, babe, look, like, you can get wet walnuts. Ew, stop saying I that. I right? Walnuts, it's like moist for some people. Yes. So what if it was moist walnuts? <laughs> what moist walnuts? <laughs> 
I actually think I'd rather have moist walnuts than Can I get a vanilla with moist walnuts, please? <laughs> so what we think it is is it's walnuts Ooh. in like a like a syrupy sauce. Yeah, like a honey thing. or something. But like, why don't you just call it honey walnuts or yeah. syrup walnuts? Wet, Wet walnuts, walnuts seems wrong. That just right? seems like it's the walnuts that got that got soggy from the rain or something. Yeah, yeah. it's also it's not like often that you're like soaking walnuts or cashews with something. That's not like a common practice. Like, yeah. <laughs> Wet walnut. Ooh, uh. I was so I get a Sunday and you know they put they go do you want whipped cream nuts and a cherry I'm like whatever like look at me and I would like all of you so like. I get it and they put walnuts sometimes whatever depending on where you go they do dried peanuts or they do dried walnuts they do wal- uh, dried walnuts on there and and I was like I wonder if anyone ever ever has said. Can I get wet walnuts on my whipped cream? I want to be. That's I want to be. I want to be at the meeting where they say, like, "Okay, we need something new. <laughs> we need something new that we can offer customers that nobody else does." Um, <laughs> yeah, Frank. Frank uh, <laughs> how about wet walnuts? Brilliant, <laughs> brilliant. Wet walnuts. No, but I want to be the guy on the other side of the table that goes. They're like Carl. Define what wet. Define you mean wet. Ice cream flavor, Frank. Yeah. No, 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 no. Just. No, just walnuts dipped in water. That, really that's all I mean. You've got an explanation for what these wet walnuts were. It's so disgusting. I, I feel, I, it's got to be some kind of syrup thing. So if I had my druthers, I would have just ordered, like, can I have a side of wet walnuts? <laughs> You don't want them on the ice cream? No, no, just on the side. Just on the side. side. Just, a little, just a little dish. Science, you know? I want to see what it is. <laughs> I got to see what's going on. Like, it's one of those, it, it actually brings a pet peeve to mind. It's like being different just for the sake of being different. Yeah. Like wet walnuts. We're going to do wet walnuts just because nobody else sells them. But nobody's going to buy them. But we're just we going to do it. That. Where else can you go to get wet walnuts? Herbert Cream. Uh, is that, is that, <laughs> that exist? Oh, yeah, that's on Central <clears throat> Avenue? Does yeah. that exist? I don't go to ice cream. I don't eat ice cream anymore. Nothing will beat Snowman. Fight me on it. I would oh. say both of those things, though. But mm. this is not an ice cream. I quit. Episode. I quit the podcast. <laughs> right. what's, Heather, Heather Liz, what's your favorite ice cream shop since we're all blurting them out? Uh, okay, so if I want hard ice cream, I'm going to Stewart's. Of course. Right. Of course. Yes. Love, love what they've got. But soft serve, it depends on what I'm in the mood for. But there's a place in Clifton Park that's like a little, like, tiny, unassuming spot, um, DeVoe's Rainbow Orchard. They have some of my favorite soft black raspberries. Do they sell wet walnuts? They have soft black raspberries? They do. They oh change their flavors, like, every week or whatever it is. Look and at Jacob going six to nine. Yeah. I'm not a chocolatey. <laughs> Route 9 in Clifton Park. Um, um, I bet you they don't have wet walnuts. Probably not. <laughs> Hopefully they're listening to this and like we're missing out. We got plain pistachios, but no wet walnuts. <laughs> You're gonna be able to buy those at the store. It's like you're gonna have the walnuts, the cashews, and then the peanuts, and then the wet walnuts. In the refrigerated walnuts. section. Yeah, wet the walnuts. wet walnuts. They come in a they come in a pouch. That's what that, oh, I don't know. Pet peeves. Pet I got peeves. a million. I can't even think of them right now. I I've got a couple that uh, you know it goes along with the lines of like I, I don't like when people are getting stuff. But if you don't like say you're pleased. At least, but when you're in a restaurant, you're not tipping, even if it's bad service, or especially in the pandemic, your delivery drivers when you're ordering takeout. Yeah, yeah. What are they? You know, probably worse than not showing your tree. Tips are sometimes all you've got. Your wages suck. You know, it's and why yeah. wouldn't you? It's a convenience. They're giving you the food. Mm-hmm. I get, I get it, yeah. I get it. I, I, I'm what I don't think anybody's arguing with you. Yeah, I've yeah. never. I mean, I've never worked in the it's restaurant business, the food service, but. 
Oh, yeah, no, I, I totally get that. I hate that when you see people that are like, I don't want to tip or like, they're like, the service was bad. I'm like, to be fair, sometimes you get a server that's not, that's having a bad day or just hates their job. And happens. listen, we've all been there. Yeah, 100%. But at the same time, like, sometimes shit happens that has nothing to do with that server. But like the food's cold like or something. That's cold. not the or server's fault. Up no, in the kitchen. There's so many other things. And the fact that they're, that, that tipped workers are paid that sub minimum wage, like, Okay, yeah, it sucks that, like, I understand where some people, I don't agree with, but I understand where some people are like, why should I have to make up the rest of their wages, blah, blah, blah. Like, okay, but, like, then if you don't want to do that, maybe would you rather just pay, like, 10, 15, 20% more, whatever it might be, on the whole ticket and mm -hmm. let that server get paid at least $15 an hour or more? Because the answer is no. Right. Well, because <laughs> that tip gets gets also gets split like the bus boys and the bartenders and, and everything, bartenders yeah. Yeah. and the hostess yeah. and things and like, like that's that. the other thing that they don't get is like just because you you know you have a hundred dollar bill so you give them an extra 20 is that 20 percent? Right. they're not pocketing that whole 20 no. and people have that huge misconception and yeah that does drive me nuts or when they're just like out or when people are just outright rude to the servers or yes. the counter service at like yes. starbucks or something yeah. like come on yeah. it's, it's a sense of entitlement that's not uh that, That's yeah. not Karen's. Yeah. Karen's are my pet peeve. Oh, there you go. <laughs> yeah, when people yeah. ask for substitutions and the menu clearly states in writing, can I talk to your manager? <laughs> no, uh, substi that, no substitution. Because I I like a good substitution, yes, but if I if I see it on there, I'm like, no, nah, I can't do it. Yeah. Um, but here's what we will do: is if there is a if it says no substitutions, I'm like, let's not do it. But if it's like really like, I I just don't want broccoli again. You know, like. You know, if we don't want the broccoli, can we upgrade to that for the, for an extra charge? Like I, I understand. That. Well, I don't know. Yeah, don't do it. It's Most of my problems that I have at restaurants have nothing to do with service. Yeah. It's all about like the food's cold, or you know they they didn't have some of the, some of the things that I wanted. But I'm not gonna I'm not gonna take that out on the on the wait staff. No, you know, they they can't have no control. Like, okay, this guy he wants he wants he wants the smothered mashed potatoes. For him, we don't have them. It's not he's doing that. Yeah, it's not. He, yeah. Although I will say, I went to a restaurant recently, and this hit me as a pet peeve of, like, if there's an issue or something, just be upfront about it. I'd rather that people be honest at the beginning than, like, having to backtrack. Yes. So we went to a place that was, like, literally known as a wood fire grill restaurant. Mm -hmm. We get there. Everybody's sitting around. Like, we place our drink orders, and then... And it started with the drink order. Somebody ordered something. There was, like, a big special menu for drinks on the wall. Somebody ordered one of the cocktails and said, oh, well, we don't have that. It's actually this today. Okay, we might want to have started with, like, telling us that the giant board of specials was different. Yes. So then she takes the drink where she comes back. And the drinks, I will say, at this place were very good. And it was the only thing about my meal I liked. And she then comes back. <laughs> we're about to start placing orders. And everybody sat with the menu for a good 10 minutes or so. And the waitress comes back and goes, oh, by the way, our wood fire grill is down. So we have no bread, no pizzas. And, and we were about to, like, order a bread appetizer. And half the table was going to order pizzas. And we're like, you know, that's something I would have led with. Yes. Like, and that's not, and it's not like it just went out because nobody was eating any of that stuff around us. Like, it clearly has been out all day. That would have been something. That's what you start with. So I have soup and salad. You know, you yeah. know what my line would have been. So these drinks are free, right? <laughs> like, we went to a dinosaur one time, and they were like, "Just so you know, we're out of pulled pork and brisket. We're out of pulled and pork and brisket." And brisket. I'm like, "The why the." So, am I here? So you have deviled eggs and salmon? What the? <laughs> no, they got jerk chicken out there. They, got some they have chicken wings and they got your collard greens too. Well, if they, first and the of mac and cheese, yeah, and cornbread. Yeah. Yes, but still, no one goes to dinosaur barbecue, and I mean, not very many people go to dinosaur barbecue, and are okay with not getting the pulled pork. That's why I go to dinosaur barbecue right. for. So I have a pet peeve, kind of like that. When things are out, I don't go to Starbucks a lot. 
I the coffee's gross. Um, I know, I know. I work there. Um, I agree. No, I agree. I'll agree. But I don't drink coffee, so I'll agree. But <laughs> just like slapping Jesus in the face. You I'm a tea coffee. person. Uh, I'm a tea. Oh, sorry. Uh, no. So I hate. <laughs> sure, you your go, name's not Karen. When you go, <laughs> when you go up to a, a counter at Starbucks, and I, I know everyone listening has probably had this moment. They have the display case of food. First of all, why are they selling food? Actually, their bagels are dope. Shout but out Howard Schultz. You said it. Um, so, uh, this happened the other day when I was with my buddy Brian at Starbucks. Um, this uh, this lady in front of us was like, oh, can I have, I'll take one of those something or other delicious looking bread things. And she goes, oh, actually, we're out of those for the day. Take it out of the cooler. Right. Ta- why is it still there? It's fake, though, isn't it? No, no, that's no, those real. Are real. But fake. it's, real. yeah, those are. They've just been isolated. Stasis, <laughs> take that if you don't have the Can banana I have that one nut then? bread, take it out of the damn cooler so you're not, you know. So, and so she's like, Oh, actually, we're out of that for the day. We only have the da 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 da. Well, you just wasted 10 seconds of my time because you yeah. had to inform that lady that you didn't have it. Um, so sometimes I can tell I, I want to kick people in the face. I agree. When I worked at Starbucks, I'd usually come in for the closing shift. Uh, so, in my opinion, when that would happen, it's like, Why did you open it to take that out of the can? Like, why are you leaving me here? I'm, we're in mid rush. I'm jumping out of the register into the espresso machine. She's like, Can I have a fake cup? You go, Hey, do you have fake cups? Starbucks is an example of that pet peeve that I said where, you know, cha- uh, being different just for the sake of being different. I can't go to Starbucks and order a large coffee, light, and sweet. I have to order a grande something bullshit. Uh, Venti's a large. See? My point exactly. <laughs> they've Why? Started, they've the started, uh, they, they yes. like, depending yeah. on where you go, they're like, okay, it's not like anybody is like, it's I went to a Starbucks Venti. yesterday. I'm like, how do I order a small hot chocolate? <laughs> a tall hot chocolate. Right. See, and to be fair though, if you say large, medium, or small, like they know most what you're of the time, yeah, but then I look like the asshole because I don't know what a venti a mocha, what it tall. You got it. Yeah, I refuse to see. It's so hard. It hurts my head. I can't do it. My fiance, like John, has this like crazy order that he used to like, and now he like doesn't even get his star- his coffee at Starbucks. But when he did, I'd be like, you need to write this down in yes. full detail for me because. Man. I go into Starbucks because I don't drink coffee. I'll get like their ice. I do love their iced tea though. I think it's really, really good. And so I'll get iced teas in the summer. And then in the winter, I'll get like their soy hot chocolates. And like, it's like a little treat, but it's a simple order for me. But his is just like so many different things and pump of this and low fat. And I'm like, I can't handle this. (laughs) Every every ingredient you have at a Starbucks, that just means like another. How would I order this at Dunkin' Donuts? Because that's how I'm going to order it at Starbucks. Yes. The worst would be employees who would correct customers who didn't know how to order. They'd be like, oh, I'm so you mean a grande? Like, no, I just want to. See that cup right there? That's the size I want. (laughs) Maybe that's what you should do. Just go in if you ever go into Starbucks. Don't say anything. Just point and grunt. Uh, (laughs) mm. (laughs) Center Stage Suites mixes a love of musical theater and dessert to bake up tasty treats. Each Center Stage Suites recipe is inspired by musical theater and designed to tap dance across your taste buds. All of the recipes are original creations by actor, singer, dancer, director, and baker, Heather Liz Cobbs. Check out centerstagesuites.com for recipes, video tutorials, and baking FAQs. To inquire about their custom orders, email info at centerstagesuites.com. And be sure to follow Center Stage Suites on Facebook and Instagram at Center Stage Suites. Okay, so because we need to talk a little bit more shit, and Heather Liz has her own business, and we're getting very close to the end of our time together, um, 
let's have you I, I'm maybe you haven't and hopefully you haven't, Heather Liz, but have you had any weird orders since you started this business that mm. um might be driving you a little insane? Like has there been like a weird order with you know, you know what I mean? Like um So far, no. But like I will say that when you're you're baking and like it's like a cookie or the cake of a cupcake itself it's chemistry. So once you have the recipe down, it works every time as long as you follow the steps, mm-hmm. right? That's why I never understand when people are like, I can't bake. I'm like, well, did you read and follow the directions? Because if you did that, it should come out okay. Now, if you go rogue, you could end up with the trifle from friends. But <laughs> <laughs> so, but, shout out friends. But what you, <laughs> so good. But what you can't control is the stuff that doesn't get baked. So, like frosting. Yes. So, like, if it's really humid out, mm-hmm. it's a completely different recipe. And, like, I have literally had days where I've been trying and, like, the freaking frosting won't go. I was making cupcakes for a baby shower, and it was a super humid day in the fall last year. And the frosting, it made it exactly the same way I always make it, and it was literally melting on top of the cupcakes because it was no. so hot in my kitchen and so hot and humid outside. And I literally was, like, having a meltdown in the kitchen because I'm like, I'm going to be late to the shower. And I was a guest, too, but they needed it because it was during COVID, so they were pre-packaging and single-packaging everything. They're like, oh, and they were having a gender reveal after so for the other siblings, so can you, like, have – and I'm like – I can barely get one cupcake to stay frosted. This is not going to happen. And John comes and he's like, are you all right? I'm like, no, no, I'm clearly not. I'm having a meltdown over fucking frosting right now. Now, do you do just cookies and cupcakes or do you do like full cakes and, and paste other pastries? I have done full like cakes. That? In fact, this month, the little teaser, or I guess, I don't know if this is going to air, but in June, late June, we're going to have our first gluten-free recipe out. Oh, that's good. A shout out to my sister who recently got diagnosed with celiac. So now I'm exploring the whole new world of gluten-free baking, which is a now you would be my hero if you can come up with a recipe that's keto friendly, which is like zero carbs. Yeah, that's not going to taste good. Yeah, it's going to taste like balls, dude. The well, you know, gluten free stuff used to taste like shit too. No, but you know what? Now they've got great stuff. So they have this stuff that's like one to one flour, so it works the same way as regular flour does, and it's awesome. Chemistry. But you have to let it sit for like half an hour to an hour before you bake it because it's mostly rice flour, so it doesn't absorb the liquid as well. And I have learned this the hard way of not being patient and then taking Challenge. it out of the oven. I'm challenging you to come up with a, a keto-friendly baked good for me. Mm. And not just me, other people who also cannot <laughs> eat carbohydrates. <laughs> I'll, be the, I'll be the guinea pig. All right. How's that sound? All right. So I work out of my home, so it's a little bit different. And um, as of yet, I haven't taken any gluten-free orders, partially for that reason. Um, with my sister, she's my sister, so like she knows. But what I do do with that is like uh, I make sure that everything, <laughs> everything is sterilized. Like every utensil is completely clean. I have certain um, sieves that I only use with gluten-free flour, okay. and then like I'll have a bag of sugar that I will not like because I'll be honest. Like especially if I'm just making things at home, I'll reuse my scoops and like the flour and the sugar but if i know i'm making gluten-free i'll keep a separate bag of sugar that does not touch anything else so that that kind of like measuring cup interaction doesn't happen and things like that because 
yeah, but in like regular places where they do have gluten free, that's why you get an upcharge. And I think it's just, that's a pet peeve. There is a big pet peeve I have because I have dietary restrictions too. I'm super lactose intolerant, right. and so when I go to Starbucks and I order a soy something or an almond milk, and there's an upcharge, and I'm like, I'm not like choosing to be vegan and not wanting to yeah. like have the dairy. I literally can't have it. It's and like so, me with the two X shirts when yeah. I have to pay two dollars more. Yeah, and I so, hate it. And like with gluten free stuff, they upcharge, and I get it because there is an extra charge associated with having to have that space that is truly gluten free and yes. all of that. But at the same time, I'm like, couldn't you just like up everything? Yeah, by just like make everything twenty five like, cents like 25 more. Cents more, and you're, then it's across the board. Gonna do that anyway. Yeah, because I don't know. That's a pet peeve of mine. Is I hate when it's a dietary, it's a dietary restriction, not a dietary choice, but a dietary restriction yeah. that you get charged more for. Because I'm like, ah, oh, I know it's not like actually a disability, mm. but like it's kind of like, would you charge somebody more if they had to take a ramp? into your space than if they could take you the stairs at the front door. Yeah. No. <laughs> okay, yeah. it's a wheelchair charge. Yeah. <laughs> um, maintenance, ramp maintenance. Yeah, so we're gonna we're gonna post so we've we've heard about two of your so you do snickerdoodle, right? <laughs> Tell us some of your, like your uh, most what's, popular. What's, most... what's like what's selling right now? What oh, what are some f- uh, flavors that people can get from you? So I have one of my favorites is a it was inspired by triple threats. It's our salted Mexican hot chocolate cookie. And so the idea is that, like, a triple threat is a singer-actor-dancer. So okay. these are sweet, salty, and spicy. Mm-hmm. So for those that don't like, have never had Mexican hot chocolate before, it's dark chocolate with a little cinnamon and cayenne pepper in mm. it. Ooh. So in this case, we have a chocolate chocolate chip cookie that then, that has a little cinnamon in the cookie itself. Mm-hmm. And then it's dipped in a dark chocolate glaze that has a little cayenne pepper and sprinkled with sea salt. Oh, shit. And it's as good as it sounds. <laughs> so, so John's lucky when he gets to taste test everything. Oh right? yeah. Has and he gained weight since you've like opened this business? We have been actually pretty good because we're trying, you know, shredding for the wedding, um, trying to be good about it. So like he'll be like, you have to give it away because he will eat it all, and I will eat it all too. Another thing we just came up with was we did a revival. Now that Broadway's coming back, it's it's having its new life, and revivals are like a constant thing, anyways. On Broadway, we did a. Um, a revival of the chocolate chip cookie. So we took like a standard chocolate chip cookie and kicked it up a notch. So, and Katie's going to get some of these later. So you'll have to tell me what she thinks. But they, um, so we took a regular chocolate chip cookie, kind of a standard thing, mm-hmm. added a little bit of cinnamon because I love that. I love cinnamon and chocolate together. I think it's an awesome combination awesome. that doesn't get used enough. And then we took that cookie, rolled it in sugar in the raw. So it's got a nice, like, crunchy coating on the outside, but super chewy on the inside because mm-hmm. cookies should never be hard. <laughs> I, There's another pet 100% peeve. agree. And yeah. sprinkled again with sea salt. So it's like that nice, sweet, and salty combo. It's real good. Yeah. Whoop. <laughs> hey, if you have any suggestions for um, names of baked goods, send them over to info, yeah. info at. What is it? What was Info the... at Center Stage Suites. Info at Center Stage Suites. And that's that's the best way to get a hold of you. If somebody wants to make a cookie order or a cupcake Absolutely, order, yep. say Email. it again. I'm sorry. Info. Info at centerstagesuites.com. And we'll put that up on uh, on our social media as well, um, so that you can hook up with Heather Liz, um, in this awesome awesome new company in the Capital Region, um, and say it again. I'm sorry. <laughs> I can't. What is the name of the company? Center Stage Suites. Center Stage Suites. Um, yeah, and I think um. Are you making a Bruce Springsteen cookie since the boss is back on Broadway? Oh, called the boss. That's a pretty cool. Yeah. Called the boss. There's one suggestion already. I have an email from Broadway where I was like, yes, I can do a boss is back. Oh, yeah. yeah, I'm work. I got a couple things in the works right now. We got a our gluten free recipe that's coming is a into the woods inspired black forest brownie. There you go. Oh, I'm not familiar with that musical. <laughs> <laughs> since they're doing the new film revival of West Side Story, which is making its way around town, we did talk about that. But West Side Story's in. Yeah. Do one inspired by that. The yeah, sharks or the jets. Yeah, you're gonna have to find some. a little something. It might be like a dual sided little 
something. Almost like one of those black and white cookies. Oh, those are so good. That's actually on the list for like a Jekyll and Hyde. There you go. See? Oh, yes. And then for, you know, Adam, you'll appreciate this since, you know, you directed Curtains and that's where John and I met. Yep. There is in the works right now a Boston cream pie. Ah, mm. so does that mean I'm going to get a, f- a, f- a free one because uh, I'm kind of responsible for you getting married? No, we were in that one. Eric directed that, right? Yeah, no. Adam directed it at Slock. Oh, you did? Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Oh, well, it's, it's very fun. I think I think that was a. We need to get into um, Fish's fun fact for the day, right? Speak of, speaking of which, that's the that's the tone, that's and it, we should know this by now that that's the tone for Fish's fun fact. And I, it's I, the part of the podcast where our producer Jacob Fish uh, gives us a fun fact about hopefully about the topic that we discussed today. Jacob, what do you got for us? Well, I'll say this is a tough one to find um, fun facts about. Like, so I'll give two. Okay. I, I looked. I tried to look up top pet peeves, and that'll be the second one I found. I didn't look too hard on it myself, but then I looked up the psychology of pet peeves. Ooh. And this is, I thought, an interesting paragraph. As random and unimportant as they seem, pet peeves say a lot about who we are and what we value. When we really think about the origin of our pet peeves, we see that our grievance is not with random habits. We're annoyed because that habit reflects some attitude, value, or concept that contradicts our values. I don't care about signal indicators for the sake of signal indicators care about being courteous of those who share the road with us. The same logic goes for playing music in public. So it's not a fact. But yeah, no, I, I I would agree. Like we we were talking about how um, you know, driving a motorcycle at 500 miles an hour means is you're con- you know, compensating for having a small penis. That's kind of what that's saying, right? I, that's actually the next paragraph. Um, small right, penis. Really? Then, then we'll put this comment <laughs> After that, it, when it, <laughs> it brings me it brings me back to what you just said out loud. This is what I feel. It brings me back to this, and I you've heard me say this. You've heard me say this. We work together a bunch. I'm right. You're, <laughs> you're wrong. wrong. <laughs> you're entitled to your opinion, but you're Mine's wrong. Better. Mine's better. <laughs> I'm just kidding. This is a list of sixty. So I'm just going to scroll through and pick out ones that I don't think we use. Pet peeves hard to find a lot of facts on. The top one is micromanagement, a pet peeve that people Ooh, have. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Uh, loud chewing or drinking, which reminds me, I was raised in a strict household of chew with your mouth first. My. Mike hates oh, the gay guy. Whenever I went to a restaurant with my family, I could not sit at the same side of the table as my mother if I was getting salad because she hated the crunching of the, oh. of the croutons. So, the, with the loud chewing thing, though, here's the thing. I, I'm very much, you have to chew with your mouth closed. Also, somebody bites on a fork, a metal fork with their teeth. <gasps> oh. Slide it out. That's slide actually, out. there's actually, there, the spoon there is the actually a condition that that actually has a name. Oh, like when you can't, when you like the. Don't excuse them. No, I'm no, I'm saying, I'm saying that there is an actual uh, name for people who can't stand, like you know that sound, that sound of like you know, uh, you and your teeth touch the the fork or something like yeah. that. It's the, sa- it's the same as it. scratching a chalkboard. Yeah, but no, so but specifically for chewing. That's yeah. interesting. But like, so I I always chew with my mouth closed. But I think, and I don't know if it's like the singer in me, and that I just have really good resonators. But I will have my mouth closed, and you will hear me. And especially, so I just started a new job, like a new day job recently, and I have a really big office, and it's very cavernous right now. Mm-hmm. And so I was eating carrots, mm. like carrots and hummus, right. just sitting at my desk, and I swear to God, like, I felt <laughs> as though everyone could hear me, and I was getting really self-conscious because I'm like, I know it's loud in my mouth, and I know that snap is echoing <laughs> through this new echo chamber oh that God. is my office. And I feel so bad, but I'm like, at least my mouth is closed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we carrots are definitely a top tier food. Like the snap, like the bite of a crisp apple too. Mm-hmm. Like people like fall over your shop for that. Yep, yep. 
and going through real quick, uh, give me a number one through 60. Sixty-nine. <laughs> oh, one through fifty. He's drawing not good with numbers. Uh, let's go with uh, fourteen. Okay, fourteen. Staring at people seems to be common. Oh it yeah. I get flattered when people stare at me. I just because it's because my. So probably becomes irritating. Yeah, but Adam, I think the difference is, is like I'm looking at you right now. I'm looking yeah, at it's you. Different, it's different. But you know what I mean? Like I don't stare. know if you just saw no, the just, shift. Like, I don't know yeah, if you just... Like, you couldn't see the shift, but it was quite, quite... Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Eye contact no, is you. different. Eye contact is courteous. Like, I'm acknowledging you as a human being. But, like, if, if you're, like, oogling somebody... I mean, how many of us were, like, sitting in the mall with our family, and you're looking at somebody, and your parents say, don't stare? That, yeah, I think that's, that's the I mean. kind of staring that's that they're stare. talking about. Or, like, living in... Uh, Jacob, Heather, Liz, you've lived, we've, we've all lived in New York for some point at, at some point in our lives. Like on the train, like people will. There's a difference between people watching, which I'm a writer. I love to do that. Yep. But like I've, I've, there's been many times on the subway where people are like, like Looking. peering into my soul. Mm-hmm. And you're like not even sit. You know, they're at the other end of the car, and you're like, how did you spot me? Yeah. Out of all the fifty people in this subway. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we could go on forever yeah. about pet peeves, but I, I don't, th- I think at this point people are probably like, "All right, we get it." They're like, "My pet peeves uh, that you're still talking." Yeah. <laughs> my pet peeves are t- our podcast about Which pet was peeves. Number sixty. I think. We we can't say his. <laughs> we can't say this this actor's name out loud because I don't want to embarrass him. But we all know an actor who will stare at people. He was in a show that we directed together. Yep. Like, you know who I'm talking, yeah, about. Mm-hmm. talking about? And he makes people so uncomfortable. I'm so sorry if you know who you are and you're finding this out now. But, like, I have done shows where people have come up to me and they go, hey, this dude is, like, he's yeah, wanting to know out. the inside of my life um, by staring at me from across the room. sometimes it's totally, like, an innocuous reason. The person didn't realize they're staring. They're zoning out. Other times, you know, we've all worked in theater. It's a person who's, like, they're a stare. They're yeah. a stare. They're, that's the thing. Man. It's like, hey. Yeah. I, can, I can understand that. Well, um, listen, I think that I think this is a great place to stop. Thanks for stopping by, Heather. Yeah, Heather, my thank pleasure. you so much yeah. for being Go here. Um, make sure you check out our business; it's awesome. Uh, we had some cookies. Uh, before I'm, we're gonna go have some cookies now. Yeah. Um, because she brought one of those Mexican doohickeys. Uh, there's a good name for <laughs> Mexican, Mexican doohickeys. Uh, thank you uh, once again for tuning in to Talking Shit with Brian and Adam. I have been Brian. I'm still Adam. And that over there is Heather Liz Cops. Thank you so much for being here. We'll see you guys next time. Thanks. Peace. Talking Shit with Brian and Adam is produced and recorded at Liberty Studios in Petersburg, New York. The views expressed on Talking Shit are solely those of the commentators and are not meant to enrage and or stir the pot. If you liked today's episode and would like to hear more, you can follow us on Facebook at Talking Shit with Brian and Adam, as well as on Instagram at Talking underscore Brian underscore Adam. Join in on the conversations and feel free to suggest topics for future episodes. Thank you for listening and we'll see you next week.